Hello everyone and welcome to another Chatterbug stream. My name is Max Roberts. Let's learn some English. Today we are talking about directness. Directness. So what do I mean when I'm talking about directness? Well, directness is when you get straight to the point when you are saying something or versus whether you find like a more roundabout way to say something, a more polite way to say something maybe, or you don't say exactly what you mean so that you don't hurt the other person's feelings. Um, and there are different cultures that have a more direct culture, and then there are cultures that have a more indirect culture. So for example, I would say Germany, France and Israel have more direct cultures, they're more likely to tell you exactly what they think about something um, and are maybe more focused on honesty of their own opinion versus somewhere like Japan and the UK or Korea which have more indirect cultures. Uh, so we might say things in a little bit of a roundabout way so as not to be too direct, not to say things exactly as they are, to worry about the other person's feelings or how you come across. And so I want to know, are people more direct or less direct in your culture? Are people more direct or less direct in your culture? So a very direct culture for, might be, for example, you come out in a new outfit um, and you say to your friend, do you like this outfit on me? And your friend says, no, I don't like it at all. That is very direct. Whereas in a more indirect culture, they might say, hmm, I preferred the other dress that you had. Does that make sense? So direct culture, no, I don't like the outfit. Indirect culture, hmm, I think I preferred the other outfit more. So you're still saying the same thing, but you're finding a polite way to say it or a less direct way to say it. Very interesting, a lot of people in the chat are saying that their cultures are more direct. And this is why it's important in English to learn about this, because quite often when someone is speaking English as a second language, they can sound very, very direct to English speakers. So today we're going to talk about levels of politeness in English and why they are important and how to sound more polite and how to sound not too direct. This is quite an important thing, especially in the UK, but in all English speaking cultures, I think. So my first example is the question, where is the toilet? Where is the toilet? Now this is very direct and for me as an English speaker this is a little bit too direct. So if I'm in a restaurant and I want to know where the toilet is, I don't just say to the waiter, where is the toilet? It sounds very rude and direct. Whereas if I said it in, for example, I speak German and in Germany that's an okay question to say where is the toilet? But in English it sounds a little bit direct. So how do we make it less direct? We might add one of these things in front of it. So these are all ways to make something sound less direct. Do you know where the toilet is? Could you tell me where the toilet is? Would you mind showing me 
where the toilet is. These all sound much, much nicer than where is the toilet, which in English does sound very, very direct. So generally the rule is the longer the sentence, the more polite, I think. So do you know where the toilet is? I mean, of course they know where the toilet is. They work in the restaurant. So <laughs> I would be very surprised if they didn't know where the toilet is. But in English, this is just a way to not sound so direct. So we say, do you know where the toilet is? Ah, yes, it's just around the corner. Could you tell me where the toilet is? Could you tell me where the toilet is? I mean, of course they could tell you where the toilet is, um, and of course they probably will, but again, it's just like a nice, polite thing to say. Could you tell me where the toilet is? Would you mind telling me where the toilet is, or would you mind showing me where the toilet is? These are also very, very polite ways to say this. Where is the toilet? sounds a little bit too much like a command, like you have to tell me where the toilet is, whereas the others are a little bit more polite. Uh, Marianne, could you say, excuse me, where is the toilet, please? Yes, this is nice, this is okay. Um, I would say, could you tell me where the toilet is, is more polite, but excuse me, where is the toilet, please, is okay. That does sound much more polite than where is the toilet. So. It's very important to know that we have to turn an order into a request, an order into a request. So, for example, this sentence, pick me up at 8pm, that's very direct. I might write that to a close friend, um, a family member, and only if I know that they're already going to pick me up. If I'm asking someone to pick me up at 8pm, this is a bit too direct. So let me show you different levels of politeness. So if I wanted to be super polite, I could say, I would be grateful if you could pick me up at 8pm. I would be grateful if you could pick me up at 8pm. This is very, very polite. I might use this with a stranger in a formal request in a sort of business setting, like in an email, I would be grateful if you could pick me up at 8pm. This is very, very, very polite. Next level down, could you pick me up at 8pm, please? Could you pick me up at 8, please? So the could you makes it like you're not presuming, you're not assuming that they will, you're asking, you're making it a request, and the please makes it extra polite. Could you pick me up at 8, please? Very nice. This is still polite, but more direct, because we take out the please. So please makes things definitely more, more polite and less direct. Could you pick me up at eight? Could you pick me up at eight? Now, this is probably something I would write to my mum or dad or a friend. Could you pick me up at eight? Thank you so much. And then this is quite direct. So you get rid of the could you please pick me up at eight. This is pretty, pretty direct, I would say. Please pick me up at eight. You're not giving them the option. You're not making it a request. It is more of an order, but at least you've said please, so that is more polite. Um, Essie, could I ask you to pick me up? Absolutely, that is also good. Could I ask you to pick me up? So, I have a question for you all. Is 
I want a glass of water rude? Is I want a glass of water rude? It's quite rude, it's neutral, or it's polite. I want a glass of water. Is it, if you're asking someone, if your waiter comes to the table, I want a glass of water. Is it quite rude, is it neutral, or is it polite? I want a glass of water. Lots of you in the chat today. Hello, good to see you all. Um, hello, Emma, Julia, Marianne, Boduc, Ola, Anna, Essie. Good to see you all. Mafia Boss, nice to see you. Arroyo, good to see you, welcome. Very good, so you're all saying it's quite rude. And this is true, I would say anything where you say I want as a request is rude. I want is quite rude. I want the chicken. That sounds a bit rude. I would like, or may I have. But I want a glass of water, to me it's a little bit rude. I would like a glass of water, or could I please have a glass of water. Um, very, very good. I want a glass of water. I want is just kind of rude. I want. So avoid I want. Um, good. So sometimes you have the situation where you have to point someone's mistake out. So you know someone's made a mistake that you're working with. How do you do it in a polite way in English? So again, I live in Germany. In Germany, you can be quite direct about this. You can say, I think you got, well, you can just say, you got this wrong. Whereas in English, you got this wrong is a bit too direct. We're not direct like that in England and in a lot of the English-speaking world. So, let's look at this. You sent me the wrong address, so I got lost. This is very direct. You sent me the wrong address, so I got lost. So let's say you were meeting your friend and you agreed to meet in a cafe and they did send you the wrong place and so you got lost in a city that you didn't know and you finally find them. You sent me the wrong address, so I got lost. Now this is very, very direct and it might be okay with a close friend, with a family member to say this, but let's say it's a business meeting and they sent you the wrong address but you still have to find a way to say it in a polite way. So, the way we do this in English is we shift the focus onto ourself and we take you out of it. So to make it more polite, we take the you out and we shift the focus onto ourself. I think the address I was sent may not have been the right one, so I got lost. I've taken out you, I've taken out um, the mistake that they made and I say, I think the address I was sent may not have been the right one or I think I was sent the wrong address. Um, and then they can say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Yes, I think we made a mistake. But it's not you saying that. It's saying, I think I was given the wrong address. And you're making it so that it's not the person that you're talking to, it's not their fault. They can still explain it. They can say, it was my assistant, it was this person. You're taking the directness out of it. So here's another example. Let's say you arrive to meet someone at seven and they were expecting you at 6.30. So you're half an hour late, but you know that in the email it said, meet me at seven. And they say, 
hey, I've been here for half an hour, where were you? So instead of saying, well, you told me to come at seven, which sounds very direct, you could say, I thought I was supposed to come at seven. And so we always turn it into like an opinion, like, oh, I thought I was supposed to come at seven. I was under the impression I was meant to come at seven. Um, ah, let me check. I thought in my email it said come at seven. So we turn it into like, we're not sure. And even if you know inside, you sort of don't want to be too sure. So you want to say something like, mm, I thought it was this instead of I know you're wrong. So what is also difficult in English sometimes is disagreeing with people. So there are some cultures where it's very, very normal to disagree with someone's opinion or someone's knowledge. So they say something that you know is wrong and you go, you're wrong, or they really like a painting or a film and you go, well, I don't like that film. Now in English, that's not really how we talk to each other. We're a little bit more polite, we're a little bit less direct. Um, so I want to know, is you are wrong polite? Is you are wrong polite? Even if the person is 100% factually wrong. So let's say you're in a situation, you know the person is wrong, what they've said is complete nonsense, um, everything about it is wrong. Is you are wrong polite? Um, Marianne, it's like non-violent communication. Absolutely. English is, I would say, we communicate in a very non-violent way. Now where English gets even more difficult is that we even sort of insult each other or are rude to each other with indirect language. Um, that's one for another lesson. We call it being passive-aggressive. Um, but being passive-aggressive in English is absolutely a thing. Uh, and it's, you know, where you say something like, Mm, I think you're mistaken, and that's a complete insult. Or, to, uh, with respect, and that means I don't respect you at all. But that's English. <laughs> English is hard. So, is you are wrong polite? Well, absolutely, most of you got this right. Saying something like, you are wrong, is not polite. Even if you know the person is completely wrong. So, I had this a few weeks ago. I was in a car with a colleague. Um, and we both lived in London, um, and my colleague was sure that in the back seat you don't have to wear a seatbelt. We were both in the back seat, and I put my seatbelt on, and he was like, why are you putting your seatbelt on? And I said, well, it's the law. And he said, no, in the back of the car, you don't have to in the UK. And I know, like, I know for a fact this is not true. In England, in the back seat, you are meant to wear a seatbelt. It is the law, you can get in trouble. And obviously, I knew he was wrong. I knew that him not wearing the seatbelt was against the law, but I had to say it in a less direct way because I didn't know him very well. He's a colleague. So I said, I think in the UK, even people in the back are meant to wear a seatbelt. So I turn it into, I think, in the UK, not you're wrong. In the UK, people in the back are meant to wear a seatbelt. I said, I think people in the UK are meant to wear a seatbelt. So this makes it less direct. We turn it into I think rather than I know. Um, and then I could say something like, he says, no, 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 you're wrong. I don't have to wear a seatbelt. I could say something like, I'm not sure about that. 
And that actually just means you're wrong. If I say, I'm not sure about that, that's me saying in a polite way, I don't think you're right. Um, but if I said you're wrong, it's a bit, it's too rude, it's too strong in English. So I would say, I'm not sure about that. And he understands when I say that, that I'm saying I disagree. I might also say, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. And even this is quite strong. This is much stronger than, um, this is much stronger than the last one. Um, but it's not quite as strong as you're wrong. You'll find, especially British people, might just say something like, hmm, that's interesting, when they mean I don't agree with you, because they don't want to be openly disagreeing. So, let's say you're both looking at the painting, you and your friend, um, and your friend is like, oh, I really like this painting, this is my favourite painting, I love everything about it. You might say something like, so if you were then to say, I don't like this painting, I think it's rubbish, you might hurt your friend's feeling because your friend loves this painting, it's something they really care about, and so you go, I think it's rubbish, it could hurt their feelings. So maybe don't say, I don't like the painting, I think it's rubbish. Maybe instead say something like, hmm, I think I would prefer it in a more realistic style. I would prefer it if there was more yellow. Mm, I prefer the other one. So we sort of talk about what we like rather than what we don't like. So this is another way to be less direct, more polite. And here's a little, little, some examples to finish today's stream of things that you can say when you don't want to say the direct thing. So, that's wrong. We might say, mm, I'm not sure that's right. That's stupid. Mm, I'm not convinced that's a great idea. That's a terrible idea. Mm, that's not something I can agree with. These are all more English ways to respond to the idea of that's wrong, that's stupid, or that's a terrible idea. So everyone, thank you all for watching. I hope that's given you an idea of how we use language in the UK, how we use uh, indirect language, and actually in the English-speaking world in general, even in America, Australia, um, people tend to not be too direct compared to other cultures. So, thank you all for watching, it's been a lot of fun, and I look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. Until the next stream, my friends, goodbye, see you all soon, bye-bye.